welcome back to another episode of Stand Up But Please Fit In. If you're new to this podcast, hi, my name is Abby. And if you're returning, welcome back. So I have mentioned this on my social media.、Um, if you're not following on any of the platforms, the link is listed in the show notes. I have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I do update more on Twitter and Instagram. So I try to do it on Facebook, but it's kind of a little bit difficult because there's not that many followers on it.、Um, yeah, so I, it's going to be inconsistent with my recordings and uploads because I just don't know when is a good time for me to take time to work on my podcast. Unfortunately, I know I'm trying to grow this podcast. It's been, I had this podcast for what, two and a half years, coming on my third year, but unfortunately, it's just not the best. And with the family that I'm raising, and I'm going back to work in a few months, I have to kind of figure this out. It's probably going to be like a hobby of mine. Maybe one day it will get bigger and I have time to work on it. But unfortunately, you know, my priority is a little bit different. But it's not like I'm completely abandoning it because I do love posting and talking and finding different topics to talk about. So if you're interested in me talking about some topics, always、um, message me because. Sometimes it's a little bit difficult for me to find topics that I really want to share with the world. And I'm going to be honest, I am very, very, very open with my life and how I am and what I think on this podcast. I'm not really like that on my Instagram and just social media. I feel like most people, you know, they don't post like the raw stuff, like the This hardship and struggles that you they're going through in their social media, and it's kind of hard to relate, or it is you're like what faking or having two face. But with this podcast, I am very open. I might say something that I might offend people, and hashtag sorry, not sorry, because I feel like. You know, maybe it's a better way for people to get to know me better that way. And I like to have a platform where I can just say something without offending people. And luckily, I don't have that much of a follower, so I can do this and not get in trouble. Obviously, I'm not going to say something stupid or something that will get some law enforcement. And of course, I'm not going to do that. That's, but just like my opinion, I feel like this is like a perfect place to throw it out there, and then maybe some people might react to it in a good way or a bad way or an eye opening. I just want people to be an eye opening to something, and that's what I, this podcast is always like that because you want to stand out, but other people are telling you to fit in, and I've learned that. Throughout my life, that I've always fit in, and now I don't want to fit in anymore. Um, if you're new to this podcast, that's what this podcast is about. Anyway, so, oh, also, by the way, um, I've actually started like I started writing a medium blog just because I talked about this in the previous episode that I like to write or just I like to get. My typing level and just writing. It might not be very good because it's been a while since I've written like a blog, but instead of having 
like a separate podcast notes. I'm going to be writing all of my podcast information on this blog and then talk more into details and be open about this topic on this podcast. I just feel like I can, you know, talk about what's important, but also have like a writing slash notes where people can read it or show some articles or anything. So yeah, um, I'm whatever I talk about in an episode, I'm going to have a link to the Medium blog. So maybe if you're more interested, just check that out. Um, keep in mind that I don't use any... Um, I should, but I should probably um, use like Grammarly or something to you know, make sure I don't have any grammar errors or spelling errors. I should not have spelling spelling errors, but maybe my grammar is not that good. Even though I have work on it, I do reread three times and four times. Okay, enough with the introduction and my pre-log because, you know, I like to talk about what's going on in my life. So let's get started. Um, so today's topic is about Japanese government and what they have been working on and why I don't really agree with it in certain extent. Um, so the thing is about childcare and giving money to people living in Japan for families with kids and why I feel like while money is great but there's more issues and fundamental issues that Japanese government needs to tackle instead of just giving out money and saying hey this should help you so the title is the problem is not giving out more money okay so why I started talking about why I wanted to talk about this is there have been numerous articles and so many laws about Japanese government giving money for families because one big reason Japan is going through is population decline. As many people might know, so babies born in Japan th- this past year, 2022, hit below 800,000 people, which is like all-time low in Japan. And my son was one of those babies that were born in 2022. So out of the under 800,000 people. I think it was like 7,792,000. Seven I think something like that. So with Japanese people not wanting to have kids or whatever reason they don't want to have kids or they can't have kids, um, government is actually giving up money to make or have families wanting to have kids and able to raise family so one example is that Tokyo is giving out monthly allowances for families um, per child which is like around 5,000 5, yen per month which is around maybe 40 um, 45 US dollars right I think so you're giving out money um till the child becomes an adult and it doesn't matter what income you have as a family doesn't there's no income bracket 
and also free childcare for families with second-born children. And also another thing outside of Tokyo is if families decide to move out of Tokyo because Tokyo metropolitan area is densely populated. So to decentralize the population in Tokyo region, they will give out uh, money up to 1 million yen per child. And lastly, Japan is also helping out with paying for your IVF treatment if you have an infidelity in your family. So a lot of money that's coming in from the government. It's great. You know, yeah, you get free money. But um, when you think about this, um, giving money is not the problem with raising a child. I don't know why Japanese government think that giving money out is going to help in anything. So I don't know, they're being oblivious or they're just, I don't know what they're doing, but um, they know, they probably know what's going, that's not going to help. But I feel like more people are not going to say like, oh, I'm going to have a second child just because I'm going to get paid this much money. Yeah, I'm going to leave Tokyo because the Japanese government is paying this much money. No, people are not that stupid. <laughs> so I just feel like reading all these, yes, you're getting money, but I feel like it's not beneficial for my family. And I'm pretty sure for most people that are living in a Tokyo region, it's not beneficial for them either. So today I'm going to talk about for from a foreigner, an engineer, career woman, and a new mom's perspective. These are the reasons that Japan needs to work on and face the issue in addition to helping out financially. Because financially is important, but there's more problem. And there's, it, there's underlying issue that comes before giving out money. And I feel like I need to share that with everybody. If you're not living in Japan, maybe this applies to your guys' country too. I feel like in some ways it could, but there are a couple of incidents where I feel like it's only for Japan. So number one is that women, they need to work in some ways and become part of the working society. So I'm going to say that clearly. They just cannot be, they cannot be just a housewife. Okay? Just a housewife. So why this is important in Japan, I feel like, is because um, Japan is still very traditional. Like the family dynamic is where men go out and work to earn money and women are housewives. Obviously, things are a little bit changing where women are in the workforce. But um, I have seen few people, girls in the 20s and 30s, my age and a little bit younger, they still want to be housewives after they get married. And obviously, there's a couple of reasons that I feel like that um, women, they don't want to work once they get married. So um, the first reason is that I think... Raising a child is not easy, I understand, um, because I'm a mom. I have an eight-month-old son, 
and I still have a long way to go till he's on his own. And、um, especially in Tokyo, both sets of parents are working, and it's also very competitive to enroll a child in a nursery because you, even with just both sets of parents going into nursery, you have to meet these criteria. For example,、um, your income level sometimes, or like where your where the kids' grandparents live, or how many hours you're working. So、um, they have priorities for that. And、um, so, this is like reasons why you know some families have no choice, but、uh, moms they just don't prefer to work, and、um, they rather stay at home and take care of the kids. So I understand this because it's I'm kind of doing like the stay at home mom now till I go back to work because I'm on maternity leave. So it does get a little bit frustrating because you have to take care of the house while you take care of the baby, and then the family, husband, whatever.、Um, so moms stay home till like kids go to kindergarten, right? Because kids come home early from the kindergarten. But、um, what happens when kids go like elementary school, middle school, high school? You know, they're out for a long time. They're a little bit independent, and you have to. You're still a housewife, but To be honest,、um, like, and then even with like having multiple tr- children at close age, once hit one, once the kids hit a certain age, like elementary school, a little bit older, you know, moms don't need to take care of the housework for the whole time the kids are gone. And why am I saying this? Is because、um, honestly, you don't need to clean. The entire house every day, you know. If you have like diligent work, if you are a little bit,、um, if you're on schedule, I mean, I take care of the house too. You don't need to be at the house twenty four seven to, you know, clean up after the kid because your kid is not there and your husband is not there. And then I just feel like, yes, the first few years, you know, your kid needs you and then you need to be a housewife, but. Once you hit that, once the kids are a certain age, when everybody's gone in the house, what are you gonna do? You know, you have a lot of time on your hands. So instead of doing nothing for that time, picking up a part-time job, or whether like you physically at somewhere or even at home, like picking up a skill at home. You know, we have computers. You can earn money through computer. Doing something that will help with the workforce.、Um, Just helps you become like more independent, and also you contributing to society, not just taking care of your own house. Japan needs to focus women into earning something for the country, you know, not just like for your child.、Um, sometimes hobby can turn turn into jobs, which some I don't really agree with that little because like you get. Really stressed out, but it could contribute something to society, you know. And、um, you know, I am in the workforce too, so a lot of times, many companies they are very flexible with moms. So if you have to pick up your kid or your kid is sick, they will flex rules for them, so you can actually help this company, society, and I just feel like that you just cannot be a housewife. For the whole time, there's just not an excuse. Pick up something that will help with the society. 
this is very t- like a little bit、um, controversial topic, but something that needs to be addressed. Second thing、uh, for this whole woman needs to contribute to society is that education system is very poor with promoting women that they can do as much as men can. So, for example, if a kid sees that dad goes to work and mom stays home, the kids expect that's the norm and then that's how their family should act when they get older and they have a child. In、Japanese schools, I feel like they don't promote STEM education more to girls because, out of the G7 countries, like the d- developed countries, Japan has the lowest rate of females in STEM f i e l d And as an engineer, you know, it's very disappointing that I haven't really seen that many girls saying, Hey, I want to work into STEM. And STEM has so many different types now. Like, It doesn't have to be like, oh, you glue to the computer or you want to be like a mechanical engineer. There's just so many things that can pick up with STEM. You don't even have to like be in STEM environment. You can just work for like a STEM company but, and kind of grow to love it. So you, I feel like education system needs to focus on that more. And not just girls, boys too, you know.、Um, Japanese schools, I know they offered cooking classes, sewing classes. I have taken those as an elementary school kid. So I don't understand that boys learn that kind of stuff in their elementary school. But when they grow up, they expect their wives to cook and do all that domestic stuff. I don't really understand why. They should teach more that with、uh, elementary school. So when they live on their own, And they have a family, guys can do the same thing. So the education just needs to be flat out and say that boys and girls can do the same thing. There's no gender inequality. So, going into females and how they should contribute more to the society, opposite. Men need to contribute to domestic housework too, instead of relying on their wives. So, I just talked about this about how kids should learn on their own back in elementary school so they can use this skill when they're older.、Um, I don't know what happened. I am lucky that my husband has lived on his home, his own, for many years so he can do many housework without relying on me. And that's very helpful、um, because honestly, if A significant other of mine cannot do anything like that. I probably will not get married. <laughs>、um, that's not helpful with、um, you know, growing population. But because they're having like a, a lot of women, they don't want to get married because they expect, they're expected to do that housework.、Um, and If they get married to like a guy, Japanese guy, so that's why they're just better off to be alone and do whatever they want, but that's not gonna help, right? So that's why men also need to learn that stuff so they can equally contribute. So women, when they go to work, 
they don't have to worry about, oh, I have to come home and take care of my family and not be able to finish the work and saying that, oh, well, I cannot work that long. So I can't, I will just become a housewife. And one thing that my husband and I want to teach my child is that now, you know, obviously like this stuff is still kind of back in the day. It's coming into our generation too. So we need to focus this on our future generation. So when you, my child sees that dad and mom both work and both contribute to housework, that's the norm. And that's how he wants to contribute to his family. Then things get a little bit easier for him and maybe his future spouse. Last topic of this that I feel like they need to work on is that traditional Japanese companies must change their work culture. So I have talked about many of issues while I was working for Japanese companies on my, from a foreigner's perspective on my previous episodes. Um, there's few of them, so maybe I'll leave it in the show notes or if you can check out my medium, you can... I have linked on this, but the worst with Japanese companies that they expect people to work overtime. But unfortunately, I've seen this in my own eyes. Most of those overtime work could be cut down into the actual work hours because people are going through useless meetings to expected drinking social events that people have to attend where Frankly, nobody wants to go, right? So that's why both men and women, they don't really want to, you know, get married or have a child, have a family because just too much work and not enough um, time to do other stuff, which is a problem. I have seen this. I cannot stress how many times I can go over and over about what a useless stuff that I have to go through because people are just not um, efficient. (laughs) Yeah, so that's how I feel about this whole topic about Japanese government giving money, but there's so many issues that they have to go through, like I mentioned today. And on my... On my medium, I talked about this, but not so much into my perspective. I, If you are listening till now, um, thank you for listening because I did offend, I might have offended some people, but I, like I mentioned, hashtag sorry, not sorry. So yeah, anyways, um, I hope you like this topic. And if you have any questions, comments, anything, leave a message on my social media it's listed in the show notes and thank you for listening i'll talk to you soon bye